Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have been waiting for the show, family of speak. Y'all know what it is. It is time for a kickoff. I don't know what kind of kick that was, but we will be better. Okay. Y'all know what it is. Cowboys, they dominated. Bills dominated. Dolphins dominated. Michael Parsons, two sacks, forced fumble, fumble recovery. Josh Allen silenced. All of the critics, three touchdown passes, no picks. And to a early case for MVP, Shady, here come the rock. Eagles dominated. There you go. Eagles, Eagles dominated a while ago, LaShawn McCoy. I don't have oh, to my talk bad, about it right now. Okay, my fault. James Jones, biggest surprise from the weekend. Man, I think we got to get some props up to Bake Bake, man. I mean, nobody expected him, and he's playing at a high level, man. Ooh. Absolutely. Biggest surprise of the weekend. I'm going to have to put some respect on Atlanta. I had some doubts about their strategy coming into this season. What? That's what I do. I like it, so I like it. Now, I, like it. Now, my pack, man. I will okay. say, I'm sorry about that. Yes, I will say, but that was a good game. I will say, though. My opinion about Atlanta was before they got Bijan Robinson. So the information has updated, but they you know, looked you know good through college, right? You know he went to college, right? You know where Bijan Robinson went to college? Texas, he a bad man. What? That's it. You know, you, know, you know what we produce. He might win Crazy Works again. Anyway, <laughs> my biggest, uh, uh, I guess, moment or surprise. game or surprise has to be the Lions. I picked the Lions to win. You and me both. They had some so good going on, and then Jared Goff is so mm. good with the ball. He turned opposite and was bad with the ball. He had 383 yards or 383 passes with no picks. Yeah. And then sure enough, he won't throw a pick to drop. Man, this dude. When we, when we pick him. When we pick him. You owe me money. You give me no country, you owe me money. The thing I am not at all surprised by, more people jocking jock my swag. Shady, since when is your top button not buttoned on this show? Why am I seeing chest? Why am I seeing chest and chain? Hey, wait, hold on. Shady, Shady said he oh, Why am I gym? seeing chest and chain? No, no. I've never seen that before out of you. you gotta, Ever. You got to take it up a wardrobe. In my life. It's Shady today. I want to see a little more chest. Hey. Out of the blue. You know what I mean? The I gotta change, I, mean? I gotta change everything now. Swag just being jocked left and right. Can I get started? Can I get started? That's James Jones, Super Bowl champ, the brilliant Joy Taylor, Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. First and ten, shall we, shall we, shall we, shall we? Let's get right. Moving to Dallas, they blew out the New York Jets. I mean, it was ugly, America. 30 to 10. Turned Zach Wilson over about four times. Dak Prescott, 31 of 37, if I'm not mistaken. 255 and two touchdowns. No picks. It was <laughs> better than that pass that Joy just made off camera. Clear it. it was like a shot. <laughs> Yeah, Joy, you might need to explain. I It was not her. Well, it wasn't Zach Wilson's Joy Fields. Workout, so. It was not. Um, what a show we got. All right, y'all know this is fun. Y'all could be watching any show. You're hanging with us. We appreciate it more than you know. James Jones, I'm watching the Cowboys, and I'm thinking to myself, 
This Cowboys team is better than any Cowboys team I have ever seen. I was born and raised in Dallas, and obviously I really started keeping up with the Cowboys after the turn of the century. Played against the Cowboys, 13, 14, 15. Retired from the NFL in 2016. Started working for the Cowboys, one Frisco way out in Frisco at the Star, 16 and 17. I saw the Cowboys be 13 and 3 in 2016, mm. and that 2016 team cannot touch. No. That cannot tie the sandal yeah. of this 2023 team. This Cowboys team is elite. Yeah. If I've ever seen a Super Bowl team, this is what one looks like. Mm-hmm. Defense. Ooh. Dominating. 70 to 10 combined scores first two weeks. Offense, not turning the ball over. Mm. Special teams being special. There's no better team in football, no. in my mind, no. than this Cowboys team. What say you? No, you said it right. The Dallas Cowboys is the best team in football. And I know we're talking two weeks, and I know everybody like, hold up, J.J., what you talking about? We know what the Dallas Cowboys do when the season get later in the season and in the playoffs. But right now, mm-hmm. what the Dallas Cowboys have shown the world with everybody's two eyes, Shady, Both they are the best team in football right now. Mm-hmm. They're dominating on the defensive side of the ball. Right. I know everybody wants to see this offense score more points and all that. You're talking about 31, a 38, 250. But the biggest number is zero no picks. turnovers no picks. in two football games. We got to start putting respect on Coach Mike's name. He took this thing over and said, you know what? Kellen Moore, you're taking too many shot plays. You're putting Dak in bad situations. You're too aggressive. I'm going to slow this thing down. I'm going to run the ball. If you look at them running the ball, it is an even balance with them running the football, which means, hey, Dak, we have a really good defense. Let's run the ball and let's take what's there. And Dak Prescott is playing smart. So for me, with what the Dallas Cowboys are showing right now, they are easily the best team in football. They got it going. And you're right. This looked like Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys. And I know it's only week two. But man, if you're a Cowboys fan, you got to be excited. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. We are fully in the Whedon Boys cycle part of the Cowboys year. We them boys. That's it as begun. We them boys. It's like, this is the part of the cycle that we're in. Yeah. The Cowboys are very good. I got to say, I'm not, I'm not surprised no. at what I'm seeing. This is what I expected the Cowboys to look like. I am surprised at the no turnovers because that was obviously a big question of what that was going to look like. We didn't really know what Mike McCarthy's offense was going to look like. What I like about the offense is that it's they're spreading it around. It doesn't yeah. feel like it has to be one player making a play. Mm-hmm. Obviously, CD is contributing at a high level, but it feels very balanced. They're spreading it around. doesn't feel like anything is forced. They look like a divisional round playoff team. Mm. Mm. That's how you're finishing it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll revisit that. We will. <laughs> We will revisit that. Shady, you know the Cowboys as good as anybody on Very well. You know them well. You played against them for years after years after years. Won a lot of games against them. You lost a couple games against them. How good are these Cowboys? Not those Cowboys. These Cowboys. They look really, really good. I got to be honest. I mean, watching this team play on defense, they look super fast. They look faster than anybody I've ever seen on defense. Mm-hmm. Like sideline to sideline from the D-line all the way to the linebackers to the safeties to the cornerbacks. They look fast. They look explosive. They look aggressive. Getting after the quarterback, not even sending a lot of even pressures. There's, there's different mixtures of, of, of um, stunts yeah. to the D-lines, and they're getting home. They're going to be hard to beat. Yeah. You know, I, I, overall, I think they're, they're one of the best teams in the league. I, I feel like that last year, even with more talent this year, I think they even they moved up a slot or two. But my only question with the Cowboys is, what happens when there's some real pressure? Now, mm-hmm. granted, you played the Giants. Mm-hmm. You beat the heck out of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know they would win that game, but not like that. Yeah. And the Jets. Jets, really good defensive team. Not really nothing on offense, no real quarterback. And it showed. But what happens when um, they play a team where the defense – this has a bad day. It happens in football. Some of the best offenses have a bad day. It happens. 
and Parsons are doing a good job of, of trying to, you know, take Parsons out the game, and, and the defense and the offense has a good strategy. Then what happens? Then what happens when they put up seven or 14 or 21 points on this defense? And you need Dak Prescott to not be a game manager. I think we watched, you talked about McCarthy. Mm-hmm. We all can say, right, safely that the offense has been super conservative. Yeah. Or am I tripping about saying that? Nope. They're playing with okay. leagues, though. Okay, so playing super conservative, because one thing I, I, I learned by watching the Cowboys is that the Cowboys in the NFL, they have the, the, the best um, um, starting field position from any other team in the NFL. Yep. That means the defense are getting turnovers and they're starting in their own red zone, things like that. But what happens if that doesn't happen? We're not getting turnovers, and this is a good game. Playing against a good offense, that's coached very well, don't turn the ball over. Then what happens? Because if you watch the games, they're in the red zone. There were six times in the red zone. Yeah. They were two for six. Mm-hmm. Two touchdowns, 14 points, right? You said it was 30, what, 30 to, who was the score? 31? 30-10. Okay. So two points, that's 14 points. Everything else is field goals, field goals, field goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens if field goals are not enough? What happens when we need that press to go out there and throw the ball? Yeah. Because if you watch the game, if, 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 if Soft Gardner yeah. catches that, that horrible pass, and I'm not being critical with Dak because he's playing very well. I'm just speaking of the game, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not coming at Dak. I'm just speaking about the game. If he catches that pick, that's a pick six. Do we all agree with that? Sure. The game is different. Right. Now, if that happens against a good quarterback, things are different. So before I jump on the Cowboy bandwagon, of course, you should. I will Don't say rush. this. They Don't do. Rush. They look good. Look good. I just, I just got to see the same thing on defense, same thing off. Shady, you, you called me before the Sunday night game when we rapped real quick. We was talking about the Cowboys. Shady asked the same question. He was like, hey, Acho, but what happens when they play one of those great offenses? What happens? That's a great question. Okay. Well, but then I went so. back to 2-5 and I said, but Shady, I don't know that I see in this day and age a 2013 Broncos offense. Yeah. I don't know that I see that. I don't know that I see a 2007 Patriots offense. I don't know that I see that. The best offenses in football, to me, are the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I love the Niners. Y'all know that. They can be limited. Best offenses in football, Philadelphia Eagles. I love the Eagles. Through the first two weeks, they don't look that great. The Miami Dolphins. I love me the Miami Dolphins, but we have seen last year when the Dolphins played the Niners, when the Dolphins played the Chargers, they can be mixed and matched and limited and all these things. You bring up a great point, but it's the same thing I asked myself when I saw you carrying the ball every which way. What happens when Shady fumbles? But you just didn't fumble. So you could get away hey. with carrying the ball this way and that way because we're hypothesizing hey, a situation that might not actually well, exist. I, you can't use me. I've been running that way since I was in the league. Yeah. And you're talking about 10, 12 years of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the same results, no fumbles. But the Chiefs, right? Chiefs haven't been great lately. Yeah. What happens when they kind of settle down and Travis Kelsey's in the mix? Okay, cool. And Patrick Holmes is in the mix and cool. Then what? Because the way you're, you guys are talking about the Cowboys is a Super Bowl type of team. Yeah. Which they really do. Yeah. This is the first year I can say this. The Dallas Cowboys, they have a, yeah. a Super Bowl type of team. They yeah. really do. So now when they – Super Bowl, yeah. the Chiefs play the Cowboys, mm-hmm. you might have that offense like that. Mm-hmm. But this is, then what? Yeah, this is what I will say, though. Mike is doing a really good job right now because the defense is playing at a high level. Yes, the defense are. is yes, giving the offense short fields. So there's no need to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. But when it does happen to where, okay – the defense ain't getting off the football field. The defense is giving up some points. We have to be aggressive. That's why they have all the pieces on the offensive side of the ball to be aggressive. That's why you go get Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. That's why you got C.D. Lamb. That's why you got Gallup. That's why you can run the football. So I do believe this Cowboys team, when it's time to be aggressive, they can go down here and be aggressive and score some points. Right now, there ain't no need to, Shady. And you think it's that? Hold up. Now, listen to what you just said. So it's that easy, though. Well, it's all you about turning. It's just you hear him, no joy. You can well, turn it's it's just different play calling. You mentioned a bunch of players not named the quarterback, though. Well, I'm just saying what the quarterback has, though. Right, but but that's been the problem. Like I I push this this Cowboys team is extremely talented. Yes, mm. they are. It's great. I push back on the idea that this is the first time they've had a Super Bowl caliber roster. I agree. They had a Super Bowl caliber roster 
last year. But they ain't look like this. It's been two games. They ain't look like this. Against Daniel Jones and... And, and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I'm not diminishing it. I'm just saying they've had a Super Bowl roster before. It's a little bit better this year, mm-hmm. but it was, it was good last year. It was good enough to win a Super Bowl last year. Everyone can agree with I that, agree. right? I agree. Yes. Yeah. I agree with James. They didn't look like this. No. But, I, I, but, but, that, but I'm not, that doesn't take away from Joy's point. But, 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 but if that takes your ball up at San Fran, they should... They should be in the Super Bowl. Would you, or they, they should be, play the Eagles. Yeah. 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 They okay. play the Eagles, okay. yeah. That's why I said that they are a divisional round playoff team. And until they pass that with my own eyes, then I will believe that because I know that they're a playoff team. I knew their defense yeah. was going to be unbelievable. Their defense was unbelievable last year, yeah. and their defense did their job in the playoff game that they needed to win against the Niners. The defense did what they needed to do, held them to, to 20 points. What more can you ask for? I guess this to me, and again, to, now we're kind of parsing the, the nuances of it all. Because you're exactly right. Defense was really good last year. Cowboys were good last year. But when I look at this defense, and maybe it's just because I'm biased, I have a very, very critical eye for defense, mainly because I have to watch a lot of defense because I wasn't always on the field, so I had to present the scouting reports for the starters. This defense is just different. I, I need to wait till week five when the Cowboys play the Niners because the Cowboys play the Cardinals next. They play the Patriots next. Mm. We're not going to learn much. Yeah. But last year, I would have said the Cowboys were the third best defense in football. Niners were the best, and after the Ravens acquired Roquan Smith, I would have said the Ravens were the second best, and statistically that would support that. This year, right now, the Cowboys are the best defense in my mind in football. They just, they've just gotten better. They look good. And I will say, to Joy's point, to 2-5's point, if the Cowboys' weakest link is Dak Prescott, they at this point, you have to take that weak link. No doubt. Like, and maybe it's hyperbole. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, America. But if the Cowboys' weakest link is a person who has gotten an MVP vote, a person who has been a Pro Bowler, I believe, three times, yeah, a that's... person who's never had a losing record as a starter. Now, he does fall short in the playoffs. I will tell you that. I won't lie. But if that's your weakest link, yeah, I get you. You got to take and it. And all, that all that stuff is old. So we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So... You rank the Dallas Cowboys, you, you guys both do, right? Best team in football yeah. after two oh, weeks. Let's, hold on, let's go to defense. Best defense in football right now. Would you agree with that too? So all three of y'all say that. Where do you rank this offense? Who's asking? Who's asking questions? I'm here asking questions, guys. Well, I mean, if we're out random, I would rank them as a top 10 offense right now with what they have, the weapons top that 10 they offense. have. They have not, not no, no, had no, no, to no, 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 no Right? Yeah. These last two weeks, you put him in a your top 10 offense? I would. Yeah. Top 10 offense? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I would, I would say not applicable. Right? Yeah. Like, I would yeah. say not applicable. Oh. I'd say I, I can't gauge it because the games have been so. That's, that's why it's hard to say what they really are. Because I, I don't really like to play the opponent game, but I don't also like to ignore the opponent game. Right. They just played Zach Wilson, Zach who Wilson. just found out he was a starter Correct. It, it, four plays into the last game and was written off. Yep. It's but not a great situation. And even as good as that, as good as that, that, Josh that, Allen that's has what, something to do with that. I know that, but I'm just saying that's the that's the Jets' defense, and they didn't make the Cowboys' offense look game, like that. But the game, it's different. Like that Jets' defense was on the field all day. I, I just they, got, they couldn't be themselves. They're, they played the whole game. But it does. I, I'm so torn. Cowboys because is James, winning you, in dominant you, fashion. James, they, they are. But my, was, my last question with the offense. So you, you guys said top top ten, and you said I can't judge it. It's not applicable. What makes him a top ten offense? I'm just asking. For I these just, last two I weeks. Just told for these you. last two weeks. Last two weeks. What just makes him top ten offense? Well, I'm just saying, Shady. The way they're winning football games. Dominant, there's no need to be aggressive on offense. Why am I calling shot plays if I'm up 20? 
right? Let's be smart. Let's run the football. Let's play action. So there's no need. Okay. So once this offense has to open it up and be explosive, and my, Coach Mike got to say, okay, I can't run the ball. The defense is struggling. We got to open this thing up and put the ball into Dak Prescott's hands. They have the people around him to do that. They, I just, they have the pieces. I just disagree. I just disagree. As, as an offensive coach, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna run our offense. I know you. We're going we, to run our offense, right? Whatever offense is, if it's taking shots, if it's not, we're going to run our offense. You telling me that we're not going to run our offense because the defense is playing so great. So when the defense ever has a, a, a bad day, we're going to change our offense now? Shady, what I'm saying is you, what call, you're saying. Yes, you call the game different. Shady, if you're, if you're up 20 points, why am I dialing up shot plays? Well, I'm I mean, calling what about, this game different. When the game is zero, when the game is zero, zero. That's, that's my, my question to you is the game is 0-0. Oh, zero, zero. I'm going to have my offense. You're telling me that you're going to change it because Bro, of the, this how, offense about, scored 30 points. What about, the, well, what about this they thought? They scored 30. What about, James, this thought? The fact is the Cowboys' offense hasn't been prolific. I don't think they've had to be prolific. Exactly. But the biggest thing is, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, one of five teams with no turnovers. I think that's the most important offensive statistic that we can focus no, on. I got, I got, you, I got a how question. You, how you, if I ask you how many passes was over 20 yards this, this last game, now you don't have to be uh, super dynamic to oh, throw the oh, ball down the field here and there. Everything has been short on my line. Everything has been running the ball and everything's short. So what, what happens when we need you to play like, when we need you, I guess, play, like, in your words, to play the real offense. This is the, this is the, this is the fake offense because the defense is playing so well, right, This is the real offense. You just don't have to be that aggressive when we win it. They scored 30. They scored 30. No, 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 no. Wait, time out, time out, time out. 14 points. We, they scored 14 they points. They scored 30. They're no field goals. That matters. Yeah. It it's 30. We're going to get to this no. later on in the show. Because right now, I got to give it to Shady. He said, don't worry about Josh Allen. And Josh Allen proved Shady right. 38 points. As the Bills dominated the Raiders yesterday. How good is Josh Allen? That's next on Speak. Remember, check us out every day. On Fox Sports Channel. Serious. Don't ask James. Yeah. He might say, that was the Bills' real offense. 30. No, that wasn't the Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, family, time for a second and short. Second topic of the day, and we're going to crush this one. Josh Allen coming off an atrocious four turnover loss last week. He had the whole world talking about the turnover issues. But then yesterday, he dominated. He turned it around. He did what Josh Allen does. Three touchdown passes, no turnovers, and the Bills blew out. Blew out. The Raiders, I apologize, James, that was not a shot. That's not a shot. But here's what's so fascinating. When I can show love on the show, I got to show love. Shady, you called it. Let's hear what you said last week. I called it? Come on now. (laughs) So with all them picks, one thing Josh Allen does, he wins games. He does. I want him to stop turning the ball over. I love that. Last night, he played ass, right? Say anything about Dak, say anything about Josh. You said it a couple times with Dak, though. But the differences between Josh Allen playing ass is one game. And that one game, he wins games. The floor is yours, sir. The floor is yours. I told told y'all boys. I told y'all, but I really told him. Anyway, that's who Josh Allen really is. Is it? He's a go-getter. He's a competitor. Did he put the concerns to rest? Yes, he put it. It's a wrap. This is the thing with Josh Allen. I'm going to say yes. The thing is, like, like that, that suitcase comes with all this talent. His ceiling is so high. You take that. Some games he might give you some picks. Some games he – and when he don't give you picks, he blow teams out just like that. And he – and that's how good he really is. This this is the type of player that – as a quarterback, he starts on every NFL team other than the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, I'll probably won't get that job. It's the truth. And to have a guy that good, that special, that can give you blowoffs like that, if he takes care of the ball, he's special to have in your locker room underneath the center as a quarterback. So I get it. 
He should start. He should stop turning the ball over. I understand that every quarterback don't turn the ball over. But in the event that you do, if you do turn the ball over, give it to me like Josh Allen, because I can at least respect that. Yeah. I, I didn't have concerns about Josh Allen, and I don't know that this game changed anything. Yes, he played an unbelievable game. No turnovers, three touchdowns. This is who Josh Allen is. It's you're gonna get some turnovers, and like Shady said, you're gonna get some wins. Now, all of us would prefer that he stop turning the ball over because that would probably lead to more wins, particularly in Week One. Because mm-hmm. to to me, that was the reason why they lost. Yes, no the Jets figured it out and uh, passed to Garrett Wilson and all that. All that's great, but the Bills gave that game, particularly Josh Allen. To the Jets. Again, the only thing that concerns me, and I know Shady keeps telling me to say never going to stop, and I'm just going to keep saying it, stop trying to hurdle the defenders, please. Mm. I keep asking. I don't think I'm ever going to get it. Why doesn't he just try to run through them? Like, that to me is a better strategy. (laughs) I know, but, like, do that instead of trying to hurdle a defensive player. Did he high jump or something in high school? (laughs) He really be trying to jump over other NFL players. I don't, and they're not going to let him do it. Like, this is two weeks in a row now that we've seen the same play. I'm going to keep saying it, but other than that, this is what Josh Allen does. He does need to stop turning the ball up. James, is it fair for me to say, like, and and this is a play in which he's trying to hurt an individual. It just, yeah, it didn't work out well. It did not work out well. Just stay on the ground. And mind you, Epps is not small either. Like, he's not short. Like, that's about 6'1 and change. James, is it fair for me to say that Josh Allen, he didn't put the concerns I have to rest, but he put them in perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, is it fair for me to say it? Like, they're not to rest. I still am cognizant somewhere back here, 2-5. It might not be in the frontal low, but somewhere in the back of that joint, I'm still cognizant of the fact that Josh Allen can turn the ball over excessively. Since 2018, second in the NFL in turnovers. Mm-hmm. But also, since 2018, he has the fourth most wins. First most in turnovers since 2018, fourth most wins. It put it in perspective. After week one, I'm like, come on, Josh, you can't lose a divisional game to the Jets, especially if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Yeah. But then, like Shady said, he wins games. Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad. Eventually, he has to win the game, the Super Bowl, yeah, exactly. so that it can color everything exactly. from a different lens. But in the meantime, Jay, he put it in perspective. Exactly, because um, Lamar Jackson wins, wins games, Dak Prescott wins games, Josh Allen wins games. The only things that matter is them winning the Super Bowl. All three of those dudes got to get to the Super Bowl. So one game doesn't erase five, six years. Of my concerns. He's been turning the football over the most since he's entered into the National Football League. Now, what I will say is we will get this Josh Allen consistently if they can play the style of football they played against the Raiders. They ran the football for 183 yards. When you watch Josh Allen, Josh Allen's pocket was clean. He only threw the ball two times over 20 yards. Other than that, he was taking what was there. Ball out to Stephon Diggs. Ball out right here. I'm getting outside the pocket. I'm not rushing nothing. Ball to Gabe Davis. Like, no explosive plays. Not a lot of explosive plays down the field. Throwing the ball over 20 yards. But you know what he did? Ball out to Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs got 20. Ball out to Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis got 20. So he was playing extremely smart. But the pocket was clean. And they ran the air out of the football. If they can play that style of football, then yes, my concerns will go away because he is not forcing anything down the field and it's not all on his right arm. But that's not what the Buffalo Bills do. And when they do play better football teams, it's going to be tougher to run for 183 yards and the ball's going to go back in Josh Allen's hands. And like I said, I can't erase... One game is not going to raise five, six years of him turning the football over. I just think that's who Josh is. Does it equate to wins? Is he getting away with it? Yes. He just doesn't get away with it in the biggest games, right? In the playoffs against the Joe Burrows, against the Patty Mahomes. So for me, 
My concerns are still there, but if they can play that type way, they definitely going to help Josh Allen You out. mentioned Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, Bengals, they are now 0-2. Mm. It does not look good. But even worse, head coach Zach Taylor has concerns about Joe Burrow's calf injury. He said he might not play next Monday night with the whole world watching. How worried are we about Burrow? He's the highest paid quarterback in the most prominent sport in the country. He's a superstar. Come back for that conversation next. Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. We are in third and long. Third topic of the day. Let's go the distance here. Joe Burrow, he has not yet. They're 0-2. He got a whole lot of money, but not wins to show for it. Lost to the Ravens, and it was not pretty. The score dictated a difference of the real game. Through a red zone interception, and as you see him limping off of the field, that's because he tweaked his calf. Remember, he hurt his calf in training camp. His star receiver, Jamar Chase, said, hey, don't even play for the first five weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. Chill until the bye week. We'll catch you then. But get this. Just 30 minutes ago, his head coach, Zach Taylor, he said it's hard to say if his quarterback Joe Burrow will play Monday night against the Rams. Joy, let's talk about Joe. Are you worried about him at all? In the micro? Yeah, for sure. Because he might not play on Monday night. And they ain't gonna win. Because I know what happened with the Rams yesterday, but the Rams have the best defensive player in the league, and they don't look as bad anywhere near oh, as bad as the we Rams thought they were going. They're playing good. They tough? Yeah. I'm trying to tell y'all that. No, I bailed. I bailed. I will be honest, but I tried to tell y'all. That's not the point, though. Macro, I'm, I'm not worried about him at all. He's going to get healthy. This isn't something that is going to be a, a lingering thing over his career. And overall, we know what Joe Burrow is capable of. We all still feel he is the same player. We don't think he's regressed. I think this is an issue. Even the game yesterday, like, it, it wasn't like they got blown out. Right. He still was looking like himself throughout the game. He's just injured now, and it's concerning, especially since they started 0-2 and 0-2 and in the division. You know, I don't like saying games are must-win games. No team since 2002 has started 0-2 with two division losses and made the playoffs. Ugh. It's time to worry. So it's a little worrisome. Oof. The AFC was always going to be tight to begin with. This division was always going to be tight. Depending on how things go tonight, it could get worse for them very quickly. Very quickly. So it's, it's really concerning team-wise because you don't really feel like they have a chance without him. And this is something, you know how you go into a season injured, you're going to come out of it injured. There's no really time to rest. And this division and this conference, yeah. it, they're up against it. Yeah, his calf hurt. Um, don't play with number 99 from the Rams because he's coming up the middle. <laughs> you sitting out of this one. I mean, and the main reason you're sitting out because you ain't clicking on all cylinders anyway, yeah. right? This offense ain't been going the way that we all wanted to look, the way it looked last year with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and, and Tyler Boyd. It's not looking like that. And on top of you re that calf, we do not need this to turn into five, six games, right? So if we can sit out and this can turn into one game and you could come back and you could be healthy for the rest of the season, let's do that. Or if you got to sit out two weeks and you could come back and be healthy for the rest of the season, let's do that. But we cannot come back and you on a 
you limping, and Aaron Donald is coming right up the middle. Because Aaron Donald is going to touch you in this game. At least. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he going to touch you, period. So, for me, I'm worried. Because you have two superstars at the wide receiver position, and this offense is looking the way it's looking. At one point, you just got to get simple. Run a hitch, get the ball out to Jamar Chase, let him, let him do let what he could. Run a go ball, give T. Higgins a chance to go up and make a play. Like, at one point, you got to be simple, and you got to let your playmakers make plays. They're trying to get too creative, and this offense is at a standstill. They're not moving the football consistently over these first two weeks. And now you just re-aggravated calf. I'm worried about the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. You ever see Joe Burrow hit that, hit that uh, cigar? Back Chilling, relaxing. <laughs> yeah, I ain't worried about Joe yeah, Burrow, man. It's Joe good. Burrow. Mm. Listen, last year around the same time, a guy named LaShawn McCoy said they don't make the playoffs. Mm. They look different. They're not the same. And sure enough, <laughs> Joe Burrow and them boys, they ran it. That's true. Did they not run it? That's true. And they went to the uh, AFC uh, Conference game. You're not wrong. So my thing is we cannot panic on Joe Burrow. That's who he is. The reason why they paid him so much money. The Bengals out there, fans, <laughs> don't be worried. Okay. Joe got this, right? Okay. And if he's healthy, he's going to play. And if he plays, you'll always have a chance. Mm. The same thing happened last year. Had all them picks against the Steelers. First game of the season, lost again, 0-2. And we all doubt the, the, the Bengals. Here's my thought, I though. I won't do it this time again. I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. Really, I wasn't as worried until I heard James and Joy speak. Mm. And that got me more worried. Joe Burrow had 45 days off between aggravating his calf July 27th mm-hmm. and yeah. September 10th, opening Sunday weekend of the NFL. That's 45 days, America. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow might get 10 days off before the next game. Yeah. He might get 12 days off before the next game. They're now chasing this injury. Yeah. I don't want to speak of it, James. You were kind. We saw what calf injuries can turn into. We were all watching Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And if you didn't, weren't, you probably saw Kevin Durant, 2019 versus the Rams. Afters. Mm. You've seen it. Calf injuries, they unfortunately turn into Achilles injuries. Yeah, so now you can't even risk Joe Burrow if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So now I'm both worried in the micro, as Joy alluded to, because she, she mentioned if the Browns beat the Steelers, the Browns are now 2-0 in the division. Mm-hmm. Bengals are 0-2 in the division. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried for that reason, just off rip. Then I'm worried from now. the macro perspective because you can't play catch up with an injury like a calf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Burrow, Shady, you brought it up, and you brought it up very well. He missed last year's training camp with appendix. Yep, he did. I think it was an appendix removal. Never had mine removed. Maybe someone up here has. Maybe you at home have. But I know that a calf strain will linger Mm -hmm. as opposed to an appendix, this, that, and a third. You can come back and keep it pushing. So that's the only reason I'm worried, Joy, about Burrow, both micro like you, but then even macro like you, James. Well, when I I say macro, I'm not worried. Like, I don't think that Joe Burrow has regressed. Ah, I don't think that the offense is not going to be able to find their way. I don't think that all the receivers aren't on the same page. Things that we do worry about with other teams, that when we see Mm -hmm. teams struggle. Like, okay, this looks different. It doesn't look the same as last year. Maybe they're not going to get back to where they were. That part I don't worry about. The stuff that you were talking about that happened last year. The reason why I'm worried this year is this injury. Obviously, Shady was very healthy, but like for the most part, when you have these kind of soft tissue injuries, hurt. they they linger, they can turn into other things. You're compensating, then you hurt the other side of your body. We know how this goes, and he's just too important to this team. Mm-hmm. So now, like I said, you don't play him Monday. You're maybe you win, hopefully you win, right? But if you don't, now yeah. you're 0 and 3 to start the season. Yeah. That's different than 0-2. Mm. Then you have Tennessee, which, look, mm. I didn't think much of Tennessee going into this, they always this fight. year. But they always fight. Mike Vrabel going to make them fight. They, they, they figured it out. And Arizona, which we all think is trying to lose, but they look like they're <laughs> they trying sure to win. <laughs> they look they like sure they're trying do. to win. 
So gone. there's that. So you have Seattle, and then you get the bye. So it's not like it, these these teams going into the season. If I was if I was to say, okay, he's going to miss the Rams game, you'd be like, cool, wow. they can stay afloat. Mm. I don't know anymore. So it's just more about it, this thing could slip away very quickly if he is not healthy. Just, oh, know, this, just know this. Last year, around the same thing. It's true. He went 10 and 1. Yep. And this, yeah, but he yep. wasn't injured last yep. year. Let me tell you I something. Man, I mean, quarterback calf. I mean, I just. When people be hurt, I, I hate to like speak for him because you don't know how they truly feel. Right. right. Now, he might feel bad today, but then later on, he might feel a little better. And it's a calf. I mean, calves can get ugly, yeah. but maybe not. He, I don't think he'd be as explosive running around. As a quarterback, like you would think, so he might be okay. Well, speaking of lack of explosivity, the Broncos offense, they started off extremely explosive. Three touchdowns yesterday to start the game, but right there, that was the difference between winning and losing. They came back with the Hail Mary literally as time was expiring, but they didn't get the two-point conversion. Russell Wilson, three touchdowns. Solid performance, solid passer rating, but he did have an interception. They lost the game. I hate to see it because y'all know I love me some Russell Wilson. 2-5, going back to you on this one, big dog. You, you, you know ball. You know ball. You know it very, very well. Sure. Do the Broncos have... <laughs> say it. Take your time. Go Take ahead time. and say it. Do the Broncos have a Russell Wilson uh, problem? Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no. Mm. Yesterday, he, he showed me some flashes of the old Russ. Mm. Running when he had to run. Yeah. Completing some passes when he had to complete them. Yeah. But I, I just think that Russell, it, he's, he's not fully rushed yet. He's getting closer, though. I mean, if you look from last year, what he did. Yeah, to this year. To this year is a night, night and, day. and day. Night and so day. So I, I think the more he gets comfortable with Sean Payne's offense, the things they want him to do, the things they're trying to do, yeah. and I also just think that Russ is getting more comfortable. Getting more comfortable in, in, in his own shell. Yeah. I think that'd be fine. I just... They got to win the close ones, though. Like, yes. this game right here, they should have won this game. They were up 21-3 to at yep. half. You should have built on that yeah. when they had to, and they missed opportunities, though. But they, I think they'll be fine going forward. Where do you, where do you have the commanders going this season? Like, to the playoffs? You got, you got them going to the playoffs? I want to say no, but anything is possible. Where you, where you got the commanders? Probably you know? bottom 10. Yeah, you? I don't know what's going on in the NFC, so. <laughs> right, so, I mean, we, we, we all could possibly agree that the commanders – coming into this season is not a playoff team, mm -hmm. right? So we talk about Russell Wilson. We talked about him week one. Like, could this be a, a week two? Could this be the game that they move on from Russ, right? He scored 33 points. Yeah, they scored. They scored 33 points. Previously, we like, man, if they just score over 18, they're going to win seven games. Right. They scored 33, and you still find a way to lose. So this ain't a Russ problem. This is a team problem. I agree. Right? You lose in the close games, and then you go up in a football game scoring 33 points, and you find a way to give up an 18-point lead to the Commanders. No disrespect to the Commanders and Ron Rivera. But Ron Rivera was on a lot of the people's hot seats for coaches about to be fired if this thing didn't get turned around. So they weren't really that good of a football team or expected to be that good of a football team. And you give up an 18-point lead at the crib, mm. right? So this is a coach, a team, and a rust problem because you're not finding ways to win 18 to nothing, and you ain't finding ways to win when you score 33 points. So this, to me, is a team problem, not just Russ. Well said. <sighs> you remember when the Let Russ Cook movement started? Mm-hmm. And there was, a, there was a big wave for that, right? Yeah. And then there was, like, a quiet pushback of... Ugh. Slowing down. Is that actually what's going to make this offense be successful, or do we just get really in love with the spinny things that Russ does, where he's like this, and he's going in the circles, and he's throwing it, and he makes those very exciting plays. Yeah. But is that what the plan was 
Is that what they wanted to happen, or is this just what Russ decided to happen, and because he was athletic enough, he pulled it off? I ask that because Colin pointed this out earlier on The Herd. Watch The Herd and all of our other shows. In the first half, they look really good. Mm-hmm. Look good. In the second half, mm. not so much. You always say it. We do it to start the show. When is it scripted? Mm. What is Sean Payton's offense? Very precise, right? When is the game scripted? In the first half. Right. You should be able to make adjustments and you should be able to use your game plan in the second half as efficiently as you did in the first half, particularly yeah. if you are a better team and a better quarterback. But the statistics don't show that. Also, how long is he holding on to the ball? Yes, he's getting sacked a lot. Yes, there are some things going on on the offensive line. He's holding it for 3.15 seconds. That's the fourth highest in the NFL. Bryce Young, Deshaun Watson, and Zach Wilson are the only ones that are higher. Mm. So he's holding the ball a lot, too. That doesn't help your offensive line if you're not getting it out fast, right? That's what we were not worried about with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets because he gets the ball out fast. So whose fault is it? Look, the defense could have got some stops. Maybe they're not playing at the highest level yet. Maybe there's still some adjustments to the offense that need to happen. But those things aren't helping either, and that's on Russ. I'm with you. I I think, like, it's that Broncos have a Broncos problem, but Russell Wilson is a face of the Broncos. So as long as he's a face of the Broncos, to some degree, they have a Russell Wilson problem. Last eight drives, the only touchdown he scored was on a fluke Hail Mary. You can call it not a fluke if you don't. I challenge you to rewatch it, and you'll probably deduce it was a fluke. The last eight drives, that's all they had. Now, Russ came out cooking. Come on, touchdown. Come on. Touchdown. Come on, touchdown. 21 to 3, really, that should be blouses. Y'all know what it is. 21 skunk give up sticks. Come on, so 21 to 3, like, it should be blouses. But in the National Football League, you got to find a way to put him away mm-hmm. and the only thing where I'm at shady is like Russ just doesn't look special he looks good Russ if you're watching this you look good but he doesn't look special mm-hmm. and I need him to look special I agree with that he don't look special but he looks solid yes right he Co-sign. was nowhere near solid Co-sign. and this is my thing as much as we want to I guess talk bad and critique Russ's game, right? Mm-hmm. He played solid off to win this game. He did. Like, like no Russ doubt. ain't out here letting them dudes get 35 points. No doubt. You, you see what I'm saying? And then, and then as far as the scripted thing, I mean, the first quarter's probably scripted. Other than everything else is... Playing is, ball. Yeah, it's playing ball. So I look at that part, and the other part is like, yo, as a quarterback, I need you to have... A, you have a top five defense, what they were last year. Yeah. Go out here, we're going to run the ball well, and I need you to complete... And, and be efficient on third downs and, 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 and put points up. That's what we want to do for Russell Wilson. Yeah. For the most part, he did that. 35 points, though, bro, is a lot of points. And you ain't going to get no Eagle offense, no Chiefs offense. You want to get the Commanders. I point exactly. They throwing screens. Did you see the game? They're yeah. throwing a bunch of screens and all this crazy. Yeah. Ain't like they was out here just dialing it up and just dicing it up. Yeah. I'll put that game on the defense. I don't disagree. Keep on the defense. Here's the problem, though, Jay. Yeah. If they lose the games where Russ plays well, yeah. And then you lose the games where Russ plays poorly. You're in trouble, Asha. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All you're doing is losing. Yeah. No matter how you slice it, no matter how you dice it. That's what I'm it. saying. And to me, you can't do that to Russ. Yeah. You, you can't do that to him. Right? I can't go out here and play well and we lose and it's my fault. Right? <laughs> you can't go out here and right. play bad and we lose and it's my fault. Right. But at the end of the day, though, I, I go back to the fit. Like, you, you talked about the fit maybe last week sometimes with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. He was so conservative in that second half because they was up, right? You come out aggressive, aggressive you throwing uh, posts, you throwing go balls, you throwing all that. He was, he was, come on, hold on. He was throwing deep balls, too. And then the, the, love, then the okay, second Russ. half, you come out, you're trying to run it, you're trying to throw this quick game. Like, that's not Russ. Yeah. You know, even though you're trying to protect the lead and you know you don't want to put the defense in harm's way, that's not Russ. So for me, I go back to the fit of these two, and it ain't working out. 
Even though Russ is playing well, he played well last week, even though he was checking the ball down a lot, he played well. But for Russ, we can't keep blaming it on him. I play well, we lose. I right. play bad, we lose, and yeah. it's my fault. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, you got to put some on Sean Payton. Eventually, you got to put some on this defense and this team. And that's why I say this is a team problem because they're not finding ways to win football games close or when they up. Final thought, Joy? Uh, I do think it was a team loss yesterday. No question. For, yeah. for sure. It was, the offensive line wasn't great. The, the defense could have done better. 56.4 completion percentage in the, in the second half. He had an uh, interception and a fumble. Yeah. Mm. Say what? That's two turnovers. 54? 56.4. Oh, 56. Yes, in man. the second half. He had yeah. an interception and a fumble. <laughs> Both count as turnovers, right? That did not help situation? Mm-mm. No. Mm. He sacked six times. I already went over how long he's holding the ball on top of that. So the offensive line, let's give him half of those sacks. So okay. can, we, can we put the other three on Russ? I'm not saying that he, he didn't play he didn't play well, but like, he didn't play well. Right. They don't need him to play well. He's not being paid to play well. He's not Russell Wilson because he plays I dis- well. I disagreed. The de- are so- we giving him this grace because we want to give Russell Wilson grace? Or are we giving him this no. grace? Like, like, would we have? Would we be talking about any other quarterback not named Russell Wilson because we all want Russell if, to do if, well? No. What I'm saying not is, well. if, if, you have, if you have that type of defense and, you, and y'all put up 35 points, mm-hmm. I mean, you that type of defense and y'all put up 32 three, points, 33 points. Y'all should win that game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Russ Orphus Bones. If you put up 33 points and y'all can't stop 35 points, it's on the defense. Yeah. And I'm in the, and after the game, I'm going right to yo man, what's up, man? Hey, Acho, what's up, bro? <laughs> we put up 33 points. What y'all doing? Yeah. Am I tripping? No, you're Come not. Come on now. You're, Come on. you're not tripping, but because the defense is that good. Hold on. Last thing, yeah. the defense is that good. It ain't no, like fair. it's a regular defense. No, That's a top-tier fair. defense. Because the defense is that good, I yeah. co-sign you completely. I mean, if we were sitting here, Let we said live, man. if we were sitting here even before this game happened, and we said Russ gonna throw for 300. And right, right. There you that point. That scored 33. Yeah, that part. And the, Broncos, turnovers? Turnovers? and the Broncos going to lose. He had one turnover, right? Oh, yeah, two. Two. And, the Bron- and the Broncos going to lose. We wouldn't have thought they was going to give up 35 that's, to that's the Commanders. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. And the fair. Commanders ain't got no great offense like that. Hey, Shady, I got to go to break because when, when we come back, when we come back, this topic crazy. Maybe the best football game thus far this season at any level. Colorado, Colorado State. It was an absolute double overtime thriller. If you didn't stay up for it, don't worry. We'll show you exactly what happened and tell you what it means for the landscape of the historical performances that Deion Sanders is putting up. That is next on Speak. Oh, yeah? Where my shades at? Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Look, family, I've been waiting all day to have this conversation with y'all. In the most exhilarating game of the weekend, Colorado, down by 11 points in the fourth quarter. Coached by Deion Sanders. He needs no introduction. Prime, that's all you got to say. They rallied all the way back. Travis Hunter, one of the best players in college football, he's out for the next several weeks. He has like a lacerated liver, something like that. Beyond that, Shador Sanders, four touchdowns in double overtime. They got the dub. It was like 1 a.m. on the East Coast, maybe two by the time the game ended. It was a crazy 
crazy game. This is why you do sports television, because of responses to games like the one we witnessed. James, I want to ask you first, man, because I told you, I told you on Friday, I said, those games can't matter. Colorado versus Oregon, Mm -hmm. Colorado versus USC. I said, those games can't matter if this game doesn't matter. I'm watching the game literally, and I'm sitting here (laughs) thinking to myself, Man, y'all realize if Colorado loses to Colorado State, like, that's it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. There, there's no more big noon kickoffs. Nothing. There's no more prime on this show, Shador on that show. That's it. This is how it ends. Yeah. If they lose, this is how it ends. Deion Sanders said in his post-game interview, James, he said, I thought during the third quarter, there's no way we can lose to these guys. Mm-hmm. He said that. He's like, in the third quarter, I said to myself, there's no way we can lose to these guys. Yeah, that press conference is going to be terrible. It was going to be terrible. They didn't lose. Yeah. They won. What's your biggest takeaway? Well, I mean, I think that was all of us watching the games, too. I know Prime ain't about to lose to these <laughs> that, That's how I was watching it. But this right here, man, I know we wanted Colorado to come out here and win by 20 mm-hmm. and, you know, really beat these boys up. But at the end of the day, I've been in games like this to where this breeds confidence in your football team, right? Because we got to believe the schedule that they have coming up the games are going to be close. Yes, they are. Right? Or you might even be down 10. Yes. And you just came out of a game like this to where you really weren't supposed to win that game. And the will and, and, and the belief that y'all had that y'all was going to come back and win and you made the plays when you had to make the plays to send that thing into overtime and you found a way to win, this is confidence for a football team. So when they do go down 10, they're going to be sitting on the sideline like, hey, man, we was in this situation in Colorado State. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? The confidence that they're going to have. Same with Prime. Same with the coaches. Like, listen, our quarterback is going to make the right play. Dude is special. Yep. Shador is special. I don't, I don't care what nobody says. I know everybody talking uh, Caleb Wood. Shador is special. Ball in his hands, I don't feel like he is going to make a mistake with the football. And with that being said, when you have him under center, you got a chance to win every single game. And I know the players feel like they got a chance to win every single game. But this was special because this is how you build championship football teams. You need to find a way to win football games like this. Everyone is not going to be a blowout. And if we could come back or we could win these close games, that's how you build championship football teams. I was proud of Colorado. That mm-hmm. drive at the end puts confidence in players mm-hmm. that is very I'm tangible. I'm it's great to no, have. No fingerprints. Sweat. I just don't oh, leave yeah. fingerprints. No we got you. Y'all gonna leave. That's the real thing, right? It's great to have confidence when you come out on the field. It's great to have Lil Wayne there and the celebrities on the sideline and everybody is talking about you and everyone's excited yeah. for you and everyone's talking about how, how much you're gonna beat them and you have those other wins. All of that is cool. And then you have to put it into practice. And then you do. And you do it without Travis Hunter, who isn't like losing one player. No, it's no. like losing two players. Yeah, exactly. right. A Heisman candidate on both sides two of the ball. <laughs> yes, Heisman on this side and on that yeah. side. And you still get it done. In, an, in a hostile environment where the whole world is watching, even if it's 1 a.m. on the East Coast, everybody stayed up. We saw all the memes. Everyone was watching. <laughs> and we all know the stakes. And they know the stakes. Yeah. If they lose this game, this, this is it's coming to an end real quick. Ugh. No, this still season's not over, but the pra- hype is. practically speaking, the hype is. practically speaking, yes, it's, it's over. So all of that together and in that moment to watch them do that, and I don't care who the opponent was, this is a rivalry game, had all the hype in the world, all the trash talk, all the fights before, the fights during, mm-hmm. the hits. There's a lot of energy and emotion in here. So to, to settle down and have that drive like they did in double overtime, and he said it was Brady-like. That's what makes Brady the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. You always have to fear. 
Sure you all, I we all agree <laughs> crazy, crazy all time. You have to have the fear that, that no matter what the circumstance is, we can overcome it. And now they know they can do that. Yeah, yeah it was a great game for me. I think a lot of people forgot that this is a rivalry. Yeah. Right? I, I've been in rivalry Speak games. Speak on it. Speak. West Virginia was always like the top yeah. dog in the Big East. They had all the top players. And I went to Pitt. We weren't as big. You know, a lot of good players, but we weren't as big. And <laughs> we beat them back and forth. Mm. And people couldn't figure out why. It's a rivalry, right? This is what rivalries are built on. And, and I, I love this game, just for, you know, Coach Palm and, and Colorado, just because being in a game with adversity, right? Like our best player gets hurt. Boom. Mm-hmm. Offense and defense, he gets hurt. And how, do, how will we respond? Who's going to make the big play on defense? Because normally... Um, Travis makes that play. Yeah. So Shiloh Sanders makes that play. Pick six, boom, to the crib. Dang, crib. like a daddy. Crib. Games like this where, 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 where the other stars have to step up when the big guy's gone. Force fumble, the same player. Yep. Sanders forces the fumble, and they get the ball back. Yep. Right? That's one part. Another thing is, like, watching the, the, the last 98-yard drive that Shador Sanders did, that's what makes a great team. Man. All right, with the things is bad. Guys not try, catching the ball, we're getting sacks, can't, defense not playing up to par. What happens? Yeah. A special player takes 98 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. That's what builds, builds great games. Yeah. And then the last yeah. thing is this. <clears throat> Watching the whole college, you know, weekend. Yeah. I'm not, I, never, I never was, like, big on college football, but Deion got me back look, looking at <laughs> college again. And a lot of the big-time schools that were, that were favorite high struggled. For example, Florida State was ranked third, mm-hmm. right? They, got, they snuck a win out of Boston, Boston College, College by two. By two. Right? You got Kansas State, who was top 15. Yeah. They lose to Missouri. Yeah. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Trailing South Coastal. Carolina. Was losing. Yeah. Came back and won by only 10. Yeah. And then the last one is Bama. Even though they're going up and down with the quarterback, they play the South yeah. Florida. But I don't you think, get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think people understand this, this Travis Hunter situation. You lose a guy on defense... A star player, a lot of stuff changes. We can't call these certain coverages without Buddy here. That's true. You talking about on both sides. You got the offensive coordinator saying, ah, Travis, ain't here. I can't that. call these certain plays. Mm-hmm. Now we on the defensive side. Travis, dang, we can't go man to man as much as we want to go man. Like, true. we can't call. Like, that is a big blow, you know? So yeah. when you were watching that game, you've seen a lot of things change when he went out the ball game strictly because he's so special on both sides of the ball. Let me say... My biggest takeaway was we got to see Deion Sanders coach, and he coached master. Mm-hmm. You never really get to tell what a head coach is doing during a game. You know offensive coordinators are calling plays, defensive coordinators are calling plays, but you never really get to see what in the world is the coach doing. Mm. If you weren't paying attention, let me remind you, down by seven, the Colorado offense could not do anything right. Yep. Deion Sanders, the team had driven. They're at the two-yard line, fourth down. Do you go for it? You take the points. Prime said, okay, down by seven, I'm going to take the point. He did, yo, he did. 14 minutes left. Okay, now it's seven minutes left. you down by 11. Your offense still can't do nothing. Okay. What do you do? To the mm. points. Prime said, you know what? I'm going to take the points. Mm. Once again, Prime, he takes the points. But then this is where it got real interesting. Prime had to bench his starting kicker because the starting kicker shanked one. If he doesn't make the decision to bench the starting kicker, mm. the backup kicker had to make two field goals, not even counting the extra points. Three things Prime has already done as a head coach. I'm not sure everybody else would do. But then here's the most important one nobody's talking enough about. In college overtime, if you win the toss, do not receive. Under no circumstance, circumstance. if you win the toss, do you start with the ball. Here's why, America. If you start with the ball and you get three points, the team that goes after you, they realize they just need to get seven and they win. Under no circumstance do you start with the ball if you win the toss. Mm -hmm. 
prime starter with the ball. Yep. And post game, he said, I wanted the ball in my son's hands because I wanted to make sure he put pressure on Colorado. Mm. I didn't care about the analytics. Mm. I wanted Shador to be the yeah. one to get the ball. Four coaching decisions that Deion Sanders made from the fourth quarter on that I surmise yeah. no other head coach would have made all four. Yeah. Some other coaches would have made one or two. Yeah. No other coach in, the, in all of college, in my mind, would have made and all four. I ain't going to lie. You see the chills? Look at the chills. I was, I was screaming at the TV, what you doing, Prime? Why are you taking the ball? See, if see, you go, no, I'm just see, saying, just if see, he goes down here see. and say he shanks a field goal, now all they got to do is get, get three. Not only that, if they go down, if, if you say you defer and Colorado State gets it and scores, now you have four downs right. to get up in there. So when he took the ball, I'm like, what you doing, man? You're still doing it. But no, think about it, oh, oh, that's oh, the wait, right time, thing to time do, Shane. Time out. <laughs> I thought we was past it. We are. In week one, <laughs> you didn't believe. But it's all- And now we in week three, you still not I believe. I believe, but Bro, I'm just like, as a coach, don't, Brian, listen, what you Listen, doing? listen, listen, listen. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Talk to me. Listen. Week one, you didn't believe. I you did. gotta believe. I believe. You, you told me you, saying in that you moment told, it was a head scratch. You told me you believe, <laughs> but you're saying you don't believe. No. I need you for next time that happens. I believe what Coach hey, Prime was doing. I believe in Prime. I believe what he's doing. I was a head scratcher like Coach Prime. Come the on. The thing about it, Joy, was like it was almost like Deion Sanders chose to be chose not to be the house. Mm-hmm. Like when you're playing, you, you play cars. Yes. When you play blackjack, the advantage is because the dealer doesn't have to hit until you make right. your decision. No question. And if you bust, they don't even have to do yeah, anything. You, you lose. You lose. Oh, give me the cards up. Like yeah. Prime, cho- <laughs> give Prime, me money. Prime won. Yeah. And they said, hey, you can be the house or you can be a player. No and he said, I'm going to be a player and yeah. I'm still going to be the house. Mm. It, it Joy to me, it really was like, this dude is coaching. He coached. And we don't always get the opportunity to see that, and we don't get to see it against teams that are necessarily lesser opponents, which, let's be honest, this was. This, they played up to their competition, Colorado State did, because Colorado is the more talented team and came out with more hype, and they had lost terribly the week before. Like, there's no reason that Colorado State should have looked the way that they did, other than, of course, it being a rivalry game right. and, you know, yeah. weird stuff happens. They were the better opponent, and they played up. And kudos to them, because they, yeah. they did play a good game in a, in a big moment. But this is what creates the belief in your team. And he, and he, he took the risk and, he, and it paid off. Now, he admitted <laughs> was a, there was a moment where it was like, oh, we can't let it go down like this. I was surprised he said that. 100%. I was I'm surprised not. I'm not because, you know why I'm not? Because Prime, Prime was a player. Yeah. So he knows the energy that, that all that. of those players are feeling. He knows he can handle the press conference and he can handle the, the criticism and he's going to have you know, the ability to stand up there and say what he needs to say. No but doubt. all those players... Not, yeah. not, not at the hands of the men leading those teams in Prime and Norvell. Put a lot of extra pressure on a situation that already had a lot of pressure on it. So you got to go out there and deliver. And, and real quick, real quick, his son though. Ooh, Which one? Shador. Oh my. Shiloh went crazy. Shiloh. He went crazy. crazy but, but I'm just talking about the, the, the confidence yeah. and, and the poise mm-hmm. of Shador Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's like he's been there before. He yeah. joked about the Brady thing. I get it. But that's how Brady really yeah. is. Yeah. That would make him different from Aaron Rodgers. And you look at Shador. It's like, yo. He looks so calm. Bet. We down? Cool. Boom. Bang, bang. Then when he scored, like, yeah, bang, hello. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I put, love it um, put it in context. I know we got to go, but this game really, if you really put it in context, I was re-watching it this morning, only that last Shador drive. You got to go 98 yards. 98? You got to go 98. But here's the kicker. You're not down by seven. 
Mm. You're not down by six. You're not down by three. Down by You're down eight. by eight. Yeah. What we see yesterday with the Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson, mad the Hail Mary. Hail Mary. But you got to get the two. Got to get the two. Or, or the Hail Mary is meaningless. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. You got to get the two. Going 98 is meaningless yeah. unless you get the two. So not only did Shador go 98, and but then the, the poise and the calm yeah. to realize so calm. if I don't get the two, yeah. the 98 is yeah. meaningless. Yeah. Got the two twice, though. Gotcha. Yep. Prime, they didn't prime go to overtime. He take the ball, which he shouldn't. <laughs> go down there and score. And then say, I'm going for two again. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, do you. Absolutely amazing. Okay, let's let this conversation roll over. Because when we return, how about them Cowboys? I say it with all sincerity. They legit look like Super Bowl like favorites, not contenders. 2-0 and start. How impressive is it? Next on Yo, the Parson looks different. You know he's from Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got any plays like that in the Bay? Harper, gets one in the air, looks back, it goes! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So, as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Family, we are in overtime revisiting the most polarizing conversation in the sports world today. The Dallas Cowboys, America's team, that's what they tell us. Well, they shut out the Giants week one, 40-0. Then they just won 30-10 to against the Jets yesterday. 70 to 10 combined score. Dallas defense, three sacks, four takeaways. They look good. But Shady, how impressive is this Cowboys 2-0 start? You impressed? Where you stand? No, I am impressed. I, I really am. I think uh, that defense is, is special. <clears throat> Super fast from sideline to sideline. They look like they're moving at a different speed than everybody else. Michael Parsons, I, I, I put some money down to, to, for him to be deepest player of the year. Just let that in there. <laughs> look good. But, but he looks great, man. He looks like different, like a different level. Even in last year, he played very well. He looks like a different level now. And then you look at the cornerbacks. You got an all-pro on each side. Ooh, one on this side, one on this do. side. Hard to do. So my thing is like, yo, this team is, is they the real deal, especially on defense. Yeah. I mean, earlier we talked about this, the offense. I mean, I need to see more from the offense, personally, for myself. I guess, you know, James thinks otherwise. But... This team, they have the, the type of talent that should definitely be in the Super Bowl. If they don't make a Super Bowl this year, I want to hear the excuses. Yeah. Mm. Because there's no way that this there type of no. team, with all this talent on defense and on offense, that they should be playing the Super Bowl. But I'm very impressed so far, 2-0. Um, I would love to see some better competition, but they don't make the schedule. They just right. beat who's on the schedule. That's it. All you can yeah. do. The Dallas Cowboys is the best team in football. Mm. Period. After two weeks, and we only got a small sample size, but after two weeks, you're talking about 70 to 10, like, they're dominating their opponents. And like you said, Shady, you, you don't pick the schedule. You just play who on there. That's right. And they are dominating football teams, right, on every phase of the football game, right? And I know Shady wants to see him being more explosive, but ain't no need. Ain't no need to be pressing and all that on the offensive side of the ball if they can't even score on our defense, right? We are not going to have Dak Prescott out here trying to risk and force balls in here and, and throw in our center. We're not going to do that. But the Dallas Cowboys, right, we know the additions they made in the offseason. We always looking like, ooh, we, this team has a chance. This is the year for them to go to the Super Bowl. God forbid they stay healthy. 
This is a Super Bowl caliber team. They got a Super Bowl winning coach and Coach Mike who knows how it's done. He came over there to the Dallas Cowboys and changed this whole thing around. This is probably the best Dallas Cowboys football team that we've seen on the football field in a while yeah. through two weeks. Like, this team right here is built to win a Super Bowl. I know the Niners is out there. They I are. know the Eagles are out there. I know the Chiefs are out okay. there. But after two weeks, the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in football. Very impressive. Back-to-back weeks. 40 nugget and then 30-10 in dominant fashion. Best team in football. Yes, Joy. Best team in so football. I got to be the wah-wah. <laughs> no, uh, be the wah-wah, Joy. No, I, think they, I yeah. think they do look like the best team in football. And it is impressive. But to me, this is absolutely what I expected from the Cowboys. And I think if we're all being honest, this is what we all expected from the Cowboys. That's right. We talked about the Cowboys like they were the second or third best team in the NFC coming into the season. It was the Eagles, it was the Cowboys, it was the Niners. We may have shuffled that order a bit since we've seen two games from these teams, right? But we still feel like at the NFC, it's the Cowboys, the Niners, and the Eagles, with the Cowboys looking the most dominant so far. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that's going to continue based off of their schedule. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be going into the Week 5 game against San Francisco with no losses. That's so it's going to be a, a great week for all of us looking forward to that game. I'm not going to write off those other two opponents, but hmm. yeah, yeah. Like I, I think they're going to get dominant <laughs> wins against the Patriots and the Cardinals. The Patriots might make it interesting. To me, I say womp womp because... None of this matters until the postseason to me. Mm. This Cowboys team was built to get to and win a Super Bowl. In my opinion, last year they had a Super Bowl team, caliber team, and they came up short. And they've ha- they always have talent. Maybe not this level of talent, but they always have talent. They always have speed. They're always flashy. It's the Dallas freaking Cowboys. This year, they look extra different. So you said you want to hear the excuses. They're going to be excuses if there's no success for this team. And really, if the Cowboys can't get it done with this roster, and I don't know how many times in my career I've said that, but it's a lot, what is going to be the excuse? You've got to win a Super Bowl this year, right? I think you have to. Mind you, mind you, keep in mind, I hate to bring this up. But you, know, you know how I am about facts, Shady. You know, we just can't ignore them. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game in 28 years. I might be, might be missing a year. Am I it 28, 29? It's a long time. So you have 20, what is it? 29. 29, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, NFL. 29 years. I'm 30. 30. Now that up to 30. Since they played played in in an NFC championship game. And unless I'm wrong, you have to get to win an NFC championship game before you get to a Super Bowl, right? No yeah. doubt. That didn't change. That's how it works. That didn't change. That didn't change. That didn't I'm with James on this. I yes, think the sir. Cowboys are as impressive as you can look through two weeks. And the reason I'm assessing it as such is because, one, y'all know how hard it is to shut a team out. Go back yeah. to week one. 40-0, that's hard to do. Teams and defenses, we talk about it, we dream about it, we think about it, it doesn't actually happen. Then 30-10, to 10, dominant, dominant, dominant. It's so easy to let up. Mm-hmm. At the NFL level, at the collegiate level, at any level, it's easy to let up. The Cowboys, I cannot find a time in which they let up. Even that sauce gardener, no, that Garrett Wilson touchdown, that slant to the crib, bad angle. But to me, that's not letting up. When I think about the 49ers, I'm hard on the Niners, obviously, because I watched them intently. Last drive before halftime, Pittsburgh Steelers, I was like, ah, that wasn't great. Versus the Rams. The Rams had about four or five drives. I was like, ah, that wasn't great. But I cannot find a drive from start to finish, where the opponent handled the Cowboys. Even the Giants' very first drive, if you go back to week one, it ended with a blocked field goal going back the other way. Mm -hmm. Somebody find a drive, not a slant where safety took a bad angle. Find a drive where the Cowboys were beaten. I think the Cowboys 
are on a different level than everybody else. And I think this is a year it all oh, comes together. Can, can, ah, I, hate to, I hate to be that guy. Be the guy. Because like the, when you guys keep saying that they're the best team in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Is it because of the defense? Is that the only yeah. reason why? So when we can, team. Can, can we can we say this? I, I think it would, it would go better if we say, man, they have the best defense in the league, right? They got the most scary defense because when you watch the offense, like yesterday, for example, thirty-three. Okay, or so thirty points. They were in the, they were in the red zone six times. They scored twice. Mm-hmm. Everything else was field goals, field goals, field goals. And we all been in a situation where sometimes field goals are not enough, no matter how great done. the defense are playing. Mm-hmm. So. To say that they're the best team in the NFL is hard for me just because I need the offense to show me a little bit more to go with that great-looking defense. Now, we're just saying the best defense in football, hands down. And I hate to say it because of my boys, but they are. The, the, the Dallas Cowboys look amazing on defense. Let's just say that. But for to say that they're the best team in football, you need both parts. Shady, who's the and best? you need some special teams. Shady, question. Who's the best team in football in your opinion? Right now? Because you're going to have whatever team you say, whatever, whatever team you say, you're going to have all those questions. Well, I, 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 that's, I'll, say that's this. I'll say this to, to make sure I'm, I'm completely right. It's only week two. <laughs> only week two. Exactly. Bro, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Because, you can't be the best because because whatever weeks, team you pick, you are going to have dominant. those questions. Yes. They look the most dominant. You can say that. And they, look Micah, the, they look the most dominant on defense. Micah is playing That's at a different best. speed than everybody else. Micah's cheating. James, I, I, I got right a question. Now. Hold on. I got a question for y'all By at the way, home. I was right. It's 28 years. Sorry, I got a question for y'all at home uh, before we had to break a little speak trivia. Who was Washington's quarterback the last time the franchise started to? And oh, easy one. Who was Washington's court? Easy one. Oh, you want, easy. That good. Don't answer until the break over. Don't answer until after the break. Do not answer until after the break. We will uh. return and see how good Shady is at speak <laughs> trivia. Oh, she's I'm sorry, my bad kid. He's so weak, though, but RJ3. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, family, we went to break with this trivia question. Who was Washington's quarterback the last time they started 2-0? Shady answered, and this was his answer, shall we? (laughs) 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 RG3 was Shady's answer. That is incorrect. Was two and zero was twenty eleven where Rex Grossman Rex oh, Grossman was the quarterback. Wow. Rex Grossman. I mean, aren't you three Rex? They're the same player. Shady is zero for one. We are keeping oh, track of trivia at home. Shady's zero and one. We'll bring it back tomorrow. Okay, we're in. Hurry up! Hurry up, offense! Hurry up, offense! Let's move. Moving to Miami, they are 2-0. They look really good. Tua, he's on an MVP front-runner pace right now. They went into New England and beat Bill Belichick, one of the greatest defensive minds the game has ever seen. Tua, he had a touchdown pass. Raheem Mostert, he got it done on the ground, 100-plus yards. I think 118 yards for Raheem Mostert, friend of the show. Joy, you, you know, just... <laughs> Miami I see you, Joy. Miami Dolphins. Y'all can sing with me. Uh, Miami Dolphins. <laughs> you like that solo. Uh, Joy, are the Dolphins the best? Best team in the AFC. Child, you know what it is. Mm. Next. <laughs> Next. Ah, I can't. I, as much as I want to, I can't. Cause Patty's still over there, right? And Patty one and one. I can't go away from the Chiefs just yet. But Tua got it going right now. 
No, they're not. <laughs> that's in the AFC? Yes, no, they're not. They're a really, really good team, but I, I can't just give them that off of two games. I don't know these two games got you guys. Miami has Josh Allen's a lot of teams out there. You yeah. can't just say that right now. Two and oh. That's cool. Uh, beat well, the Chargers on the road. Yes. Beat the Pats on the road. Two and oh on the road. I like, I like, I like Dolphins. I, I like them a lot. I just can't give them that pass. Mm-hmm. You got to beat the King before you get the throne. So they're not going to be the best team to you until, like, the playoffs? No, no, no. Man, I'm saying, like, so the... We the pay- take the ball from goal to goal like no one's <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> you know the whole thing. Uh, we're in the air. We're on the ground. <laughs> we're always in control. Oh, you say Miami, on, uh, you're talking. I don't know. Super Bowl. They said, look, I'm playing for the Packers and the Rangers. You got me there. You got me there. I definitely would have tried to help you out, though. <laughs> All right, the Chargers, who the Dolphins beat week one. Y'all, they in trouble, y'all. They in trouble. Mm. They in trouble. I don't know how to say it. Mm. They 0-2. Yeah. It's not looking good. I mean, they lost in overtime to the Tennessee Titans yesterday. Justin Herbert, he threw two touchdown passes, but it, it just wasn't enough. I believe he was 27 of 41. Don't have the notes in front of me. Going off of my memory, if I'm wrong, don't kill me. But, yeah, 27-41. Well, he, here's Coach Brandon Staley after the game. He's connected. Our team has played his heart out in two games, and we've lost two tough games. But there's, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And if you ask anyone in our locker room, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And that's just the truth. It's a convenient storyline for you and for everybody else, but it's not the truth. Yeah, we just lost a game in overtime, Jeff. So how do you think the mood is? How do you think the mood is? How do you think it is? It's tough. It's tough. I mean, like, you checking a reporter, they ain't going to do nothing for this team. We need you to give them that same attitude to them players. Mm. Stop somebody. Get some points. All that, I hate when coaches do that. Right. You, you cuss out the reporter like, he got to do a job. He got to do a job. But for, for context, America, the reporter was asking, hey, y'all blew a 27-point lead to the end of last season to the Jags in the playoffs. Yeah. Is that still having an impact on this season? And Staley's like, no, it's not. Like, we just got to win a game. We got to win a game. We got to win a game. I am worried about, well, if I cared to worry about the Chargers, I would be worried about the Chargers. I, I'm worried about Brandon Staley, friend of mine. I, I don't think it's great for him right now. But, Joy, should Chargers fans be worried? He sound worried. I be worried. He sound worried. I, I definitely I, I'm sound worried. Worry. sound worried to me. Worried. Look, at the end of the day, all that sounds good that it doesn't matter how things ended in Jacksonville. And maybe it doesn't. It's a new year. There's new pieces. It's a new flavor. But y'all doing the same thing. And you was the guy then. So they got to get answers at one point or another. We might not be worried about the Chargers. The Chargers are a team that's supposed to be making noise in the AFC. Y'all can't win a game. You were supposed to win that game. I'm sorry. You were supposed to win that game yesterday. Start of overtime from the 25. Incomplete, incomplete punt. Mm. It's not good enough. Mm. It's not good enough. I I think Acho said it best when he said (laughs) (laughs) Because it's only one reason why you come out there and you're losing it on the reporters. Because you feel like this could be my job, right? Number two, you have scored over 50 points in the first two games and lost. I don't think that's ever been done in the history of this game where the offense scores over 50 and it's 0-2, right? That is you. Last time I checked, and we love you, you're a friend of the show, but you're a defensive-minded coach. Right? The reason why the reporter is asking that is because last time it's seen you in Jacksonville, you blew a lead, a big lead. And then you come out here and you're blowing more leads the first two weeks. And you cannot find ways to win football games. At one point, I'm a player. I feel like we play the game. It's our job to go out there and win. But if you can't win games like that, 
You got to start putting it on the coat. What do you say? <sighs> well, well. Well, well. Man, <laughs> Brandon Saley, please get it together. Mm. Please get it together. Please get it together. Mm. Please. All right, when we return, there's two games on tonight, y'all. Brown Steelers, that will be an epic matchup. That game means so much, and it has playoff implications. But how about number one overall pick Bryce Young and friend of James Jones, thus friend of the show, through osmosis, Derek Carr. What will he look like with these Saints? That is next. We're giving you our predictions. Said I don't know him. Alright, <laughs> family, two minute drill. It's a phenomenal night because we get two football games with a lot at stake. Brown Steelers. First going to you, James Jones. Brown Steelers, yes. what you looking for? I'm looking at number four. I'm looking at both, well, really both the quarterbacks. I gotta see Kenny Pickett show up too. I know everybody keeps saying he 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 coming on, he coming on, he coming on. He, he ain't showing me. Uh, I'm going with the Saints. Their car mm. over the Panthers, although I still like Bryce Young. And it's, of course, it's 4 1 2 stand up always. <laughs> 2 5. Same pick. Same pick? Yep, I like Carr and I like, I like Kenny Pickett. Oh, yeah, you like both number fours. Yeah, I'm Carr I'm car and, uh, and Watson for sure. That's my picks. That was on there, right? That was, that's what I got. I did. I'm going stealing. No, sir. Stop it. Change you. Change Tom it. can't go 0 for 2. Change, he can't go 0 for 2. Nope. You and the, and the remember what the Niners did to him? Change. Sean ain't look that good. Change your pick, man. You went, you went Saints? Nah, because I got to catch I'm up. Saints you had a hard weekend this weekend, though. Yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why good you want to single out my stuff? Why <laughs> 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 you want to single out me, huh? Okay. Yeah. James was out to an early lead. We will see if he keeps it going. You all are amazing. Thanks for hanging with us. A phenomenal weekend of sports tonight. We'll have a phenomenal show for y'all tomorrow. For now, Race Hub is next. Same time tomorrow, family. Peace.